This episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast is brought to you by Swenson Real Estate, service before self. With over 30 years experience, they've seen it all. Contact Jeff and Lorena today at 406-253-0033. That's 406-253-0033. Swenson Real Estate, service before self. Hello and welcome to the Flathead Beacon Podcast. I'm Andy Viano. This week, I welcome Assistant Managing Editor Tristan Scott back to the show to talk about his cover story in this week's Beacon, On the Road to a Record Year. In that story, Tristan details how Glacier National Park is preparing for what's almost certainly going to be a very busy summer, and the plan Glacier's superintendent has been shopping around to local business leaders on how he's going to handle it. Park officials will still be dealing with restrictions related to the COVID-19 pandemic and have to battle several significant road construction projects in the area, in addition to the expected influx of travelers eager to hit the road after what's been a difficult year that most people have spent trapped indoors. And stick around after that conversation for a rundown of the biggest stories you need to know about from the last week. But first, a reminder that all of the work we do with the Flathead Beacon, including this podcast, is made possible in part by the Beacon Editors Club. Members contribute as little as $5 a month to keep our work going, and they can get some great perks, too. You can join the club today or learn more by visiting beaconeditorsclub.com. All right, I am joined once again this week by our assistant managing editor, Tristan Scott. Tristan, thanks again for uh, doing the show. Thanks, Andy. So we are chatting this week about your cover story, On the Road to a Record Year. It's about Glacier National Park and, and the certainly unique challenges it is facing this summer. But to start, let's go back to last week. And, and there was, as we've all become accustomed to, a, a Zoom gathering uh, put on by the Glacier Conservancy. Uh, and I'm wondering if you can just, for our listeners, set the scene. What was everybody doing there and, and what was that meeting about? Right. So, yeah, as you said, it was hosted by the Glacier National Park Conservancy, which is the nonprofit fundraising partner of Glacier National Park. And it hosted this meeting in order to discuss some of the challenges that park administrators expect they'll face this upcoming summer for a variety of reasons. We, as in we in the Flathead Valley business communities, uh, local local leaders are anticipating a busier than normal summer, in part because of pent up travel demand. A lot of people had to cancel their plans in 2020 and so are rescheduling for this summer. And it just follows along with the recent trend that we've seen with increasing numbers of visitors to the Flathead and Glacier National Park. Now, that's a little bit complicated this year because there are still going to be COVID-19 mitigation measures in place. And so in anticipation of these higher than normal crowds and with these mitigation measures in place, and as well as some other factors, including a bunch of construction that's going to snarl things up around the park's main corridors, Jeff Mao, the superintendent of Glacier National Park, has been aggressively meeting with local community stakeholders in order to set, this is his quote, set visitor expectations, which means prepare them for 
the reality of what's going to be a very busy, sometimes sometimes not so not so such a smooth summer for for visitors unaccustomed to uh, these increasing crowds in Glacier National Park. And Jeff Mao, who who you mentioned, does have some experience now in the last few years of trying to set visitor expectations, even as as crowds have grown. They've done things like, uh, you know, create a website where you could track which entrances were were open and closed. And, and, you know, he's talked even before COVID-19 about how the crowds were affecting visitors and how they sort of had to change the, that expectation. Can he take any of that experience? Have there been any successes in that regard in the last few years that he wants to apply to 2021? Or are they going to have to come up with all new strategies? Oh, for sure. No, they'll be using every tool in the toolbox and then some. And I mean, Glacier Park, you know, in the last five years, especially, but really in the last two summers since 2019, has gotten very adept at using social media in order to reach people and updating their, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram feeds, you know, every hour during some of the the busier um, months during the summer. That's been incredibly effective. They've also got park rangers on the ground trying to do community outreach. The The complicating factor this year is that given, uh, given some of the constraints that Glacier Park was under last summer, including the closure of the entire east side of the park due to restrictions kept in place all summer long until just a week ago by the uh, Blackfeet tribe, they were operating the park as a, a one-way-in, one-way-out corridor, which led to congestion levels that were worse than even they've seen before, despite overall visitation being down. And so, so that was it led to an especially steep learning curve. They really had to figure out how to kind of calm visitors down who were actually being turned away at the gate because congestion was so bad. And so Learning from that, they'll be better prepared to, to deal with uh, whatever is to come in 2021, even if it is a record year, as they're anticipating now with all entrances to Glacier National Park expected to be open, they'll definitely be able to accommodate a smoother flow of that uh, visitor traffic. I know there are some new ways, potentially, that are being talked about to manage that flow the most talked about piece of, of that, that that Jeff Mao has brought up is ticketed entry. Can you uh, explain to our listeners what he proposes and where that proposal stands right now in the, in late March? Sure. Yeah. And this was something that he actually started talking about last year because they were having to close the West entrance with such a high frequency that they were turning visitors away at the gates as many as 25 times throughout the course of the summer last year, which has never that's been never happened before. And it leads to just a really untenable situation where not only are they gumming up traffic by literally turning visitors around at the gates, but it led to backups on US Highway 2 for miles. And, you know, if you take that scenario and apply it to 2021, when there's going to be this pavement preservation project spanning the entire summer, that's really going to get messy. I mean, I don't, I, they, they won't be able to, it's just totally unfeasible. So what Jeff Mao did um, and other park administrators throughout the West did last year 
to deal with these congestion levels during COVID-19 was to start shopping around a ticketed entry system. And the ticketed entry system, as it would apply to Glacier, would require visitors to purchase through recreation.gov, which is the uh, National Park Service's recreation online recreation portal, purchase a ticket for $2 that would secure your entrance into Glacier National Park. It would only apply to the west entrance to going to the Sun Road and uh, on the east side at St. Mary, but you would require to have that ticket in order to pass through those main, those two popular entrance stations. The reservation would be on top of your pass. Most, most visitors to Glacier National Park purchase a seven-day pass, and that reservation, that $2 reservation fee would be on top of the $35 that you have to pay for the seven-day pass. But what it would do is it would ensure your entry. entry and uh, Superintendent Mao keeps saying it would give these visitors a higher degree of certainty rather than showing up at the park not knowing whether or not you're going to be turned away at the gate. And so visitors, some days during the especially busy days, visitors would not be able to get a reservation and they would have to they would have to visit a different corner of the park or find some something else to do in the Flathead Valley. But the idea is that it would take the edge off of those peak visitation days of which there could be as many as 25 this coming summer and just allow for a steadier, smoother flow of visitation. What so far at, at these discussions, like the one at the at the Glacier National Park Conservancy, has the response been to that idea? Because potentially, right, if you're limiting the number of people who can access going to the Sun Road, then you might be restricting or, or lowering in some way the number of people who travel here and visit here. And, and I assume business owners are not universally thrilled with that idea. What what has the response been generally when Jeff Mao has brought this idea up of ticketed entry? It has been better than it was last year because Superintendent Mao has done a really effective job at sort of trotting the proposal out early. He's now given this presentation you know, at least a half dozen times. And so he's sort of socializing the idea in a way that isn't raising alarms like it might if he was, you know, dropping this on on gateway communities in in May or June. It has raised a lot of questions, people wondering how it would accommodate locals, you know, if these tickets are rolling out 30 to 60 days prior to the date of your your reservation. How, what about you know locals who like to visit the park spontaneously or folks who hail from drive-in markets in Seattle or Spokane? Well, to accommodate them, they're going to release a, a certain percentage of the tickets two days out. So, uh, so if you've got family dropping in for the weekend, you live in Whitefish, want to spontaneously visit the park, you'll be able to. So there's been a lot of questions about, uh, along those lines. But there has been, uh, you know, there has been some support. National Parks Conservation Association has come out in support of the proposal because the bottom line is that given the increased number of visitors to Glacier National Park, there are going to be restrictions. This would just give a higher degree of certainty as to when and where those restrictions are occurring. This idea is right now just something that's being talked about. Who will make this decision and when? Will a decision be made? 
Right. So the decision will what will be announced by by Superintendent Mao, but he needs to get approval from his bosses at the National Park Service and the Interior Department. He expects to make the decision by the end of the month or early April. Again, this is going to be a pilot program. This would not be a permanent system. It would be this year only. And again, it is to deal with these ongoing COVID-19 mitigation measures that will include a mask mandate in on federal lands. Now, that's not going to necessarily require uh, hikers to wear a mask out on the trail, but it is going to require masks inside federal buildings and on the shuttle, which the park has not determined whether or not it's going to run. If it does run, visitors will be required to wear masks and socially distance, which will limit capacity. So there's still there's still a number of COVID-19 related factors that are going to be at play. And so this would apply to 2021 only. Tristan, thanks for all the great information. I appreciate you coming up here and spending some more time with us. Thanks a lot, Andy. Thanks again to Tristan for sharing his time and insights. And don't forget to check out his story on the road to a record year online at flatheadbeacon.com or in the print edition of The Beacon, available for free throughout Northwest Montana. And before we get to this week's headlines, Dr. Mark Remington of Glacier Eye Clinic has a message from our sponsor this week. I've known Jeff for probably around 20 years. Very good friend of mine. He's helped me both personally and professionally in the real estate market. He is super ethical, super knowledgeable. He's prompt. He'll return your calls and he'll steer you in the right direction. As a friend, he's been serviced before self. Contact Swenson Real Estate at 406-253-0033 today. And now, here are the biggest stories from the last seven days as of 10 p.m. on Tuesday, March 23rd. As Tristan mentioned a few minutes ago, the Blackfeet Tribal Business Council voted unanimously last week to allow several eastern entrances to Glacier National Park to open to the public for the first time in more than a year. The 9-0 vote came as tribal leaders voted to roll back some COVID-19-related restrictions and announced a vaccination rate of higher than 95% on the reservation. Blackfeet declared a state of emergency in March, and in June, they announced they would not allow public access to the Two Medicine, Chief Mountain, St. Mary, Cutbank Creek, and many glacier entrances to the park, all of which must be accessed through reservation land. The Blackfeet have taken greater precautions than the rest of the state and most surrounding communities throughout the pandemic, but still saw 47 tribal members die after contracting the virus. Glacier National Park Superintendent Jeff Mao supported the closures last year and had previously said he would only push for the eastern entrances to open this year if the tribe felt comfortable doing so. In other news, current and former employees at Whitefish Mountain Resort staged a protest and sit-in on Sunday to raise awareness of what they call a racist and sexist culture there, particularly within the lift department. The protest was held nearly a month after a black employee, Mariah Rhine, was called the N-word by a co-worker at an on-mountain bar after their shift, and Ryan said the resort was slow to respond or take her concern seriously. In the days just before the protest, however, Whitefish Mountain Resort leaders began to respond to the protesters' demands 
and announced they would strengthen zero-tolerance language in the employee handbook, hire a consultant to implement bias and inclusion training for all employees, and, quote, cast a wider net to hire a more diverse staff in the future. Elsewhere, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service authorized the purchase of up to 100,000 acres of privately owned timberland to create permanent conservation easements in Flathead and Lincoln counties. The majority of those easements surround the Lost Trail National Wildlife Refuge near Marion and will become the Lost Trail Conservation Area. Funding for the purchase will be acquired through the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which was permanently funded by the Great American Outdoors Act passed last year. A wide array of politicians, including Flathead County Commissioner Randy Brodell and U.S. Senator John Tester, praised the creation of the new conservation area, with Tester calling the area a, quote, one-of-a-kind landscape that will be preserved for generations to come. And finally, the state of Montana has dropped five lawsuits against Flathead County businesses accused of ignoring a statewide mask mandate last year. Governor Greg Gianforte announced the state would be dropping the lawsuits in January, but the cases finally came to a formal close last week, with the state agreeing to pay more than $94,000 in legal fees and the businesses dropping their countersuits that were filed in November. Bruce Fredrickson, an attorney representing four of the five businesses, called the lawsuits, quote, absolutely meritless and slammed the state for seeking injunctive relief in the first place, something that was notably done under former Governor Steve Bullock's administration. That's our show for this week. Remember, you can read more about all of these stories and catch the latest breaking news for free on our newly redesigned website, flatheadbeacon.com. Until next week, thanks for listening.